Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Teddy. My name is Teddy Parsons, your host and continued agitator for the next 30 minutes or so. I am so happy that you are joining us today as we have Real Talk with Real People. Today, I'm excited to be joined by my special guest, Jeremy Hurt of Red Bike Delivery. Hey, Jeremy, how are you? I am doing quite well. How are you? I am doing well. Thank you. And thanks again for being here. So, Jeremy, can you please share with our listeners who you are and what should we need to know about you? Sure. Um, well, my name is Jeremy Hurt. Uh, I am uh, a transplant to Lansing. I've been here for about seven years, and it is what I call home now. Um, I have uh, done everything from uh, curating shows to uh, a bicycle delivery service, and um, the community has always been here to support me, and I love it. And I'm always looking for people to collaborate with and, and ways to strengthen the community through, uh, like I said, collaboration and, and just, uh, you know, trying to eliminate the competition so much and, and work together to with a common goal. Awesome. So Jeremy, didn't you, uh, I think you recently told me you, didn't you win three Addy Awards? Can you explain to us what those are? Sure. Um, I actually just found out myself uh, what they were about uh, two weeks ago, and uh, they are um, an award show. It's an award show for commercials, um, advertisements, uh, and this is on the local level uh, right now that we are at. Um, yeah, and then we 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 uh, had produced some commercials for Red Bike Delivery uh, and. We, uh, Aaron Greer from Biddle City Project, um, is the one that produced them and, and edited them and did all that. And he sent three of them in to be, uh, entered in the competition. And with 211, <clears throat> uh, uh, entries, there was 20 gold, uh, Addies given out and we got three of them. So that's awesome. Very awesome. So congratulations. Thank and, you. and thanks again, Jeremy, for sharing all that information. We're going to be sure to list off your contact information along with those commercial links under today's episode narrative. Great. Okay, so I wanted to talk to you about how and why you started Red Bike Delivery. Did you already have the Red bar Bike or did the name of your business come first? <laughs> the bike came first. Okay. And then, so what, like, what, I mean, how, where you sit there one day at home and you go, you know what, I'm going to start delivering stuff on my bike. How did that come about? Um, I was actually uh, walking downtown with um, uh, someone that used to work for uh, Downtown Lansing Incorporated, and we were just talking and, uh, you know, uh, she, she said, she mentioned that, you know, I ride my bike around downtown, so why not make some money while I was doing it? And I just thought, like, yeah, that's a great idea. And we were standing by Goodfellas uh, downtown, and I just noticed how busy they were. So that was the first restaurant I approached with the idea of doing a bicycle delivery service. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, Goodfellas, is that a bagel and coffee place? Yes. Okay. Cause I, I thought I saw them in the capital city market. Mm -hmm. Um, so, 
Okay. So again, earlier you mentioned your Addy Awards and congratulations again. So I watched a few of your commercials and Jeremy, they are funny as hell. Okay. They are really funny. So how did you come up with the idea for these? What was your inspiration? Oh God. So it kind of just started as a conversation uh, between me, uh, Aaron and another guy. His name's Dustin. He does the sound on all the commercials. Um, that um, just kind of snowballed into, into all that this is now. Um, what, what originally started, it was, I, I just said uh, in, in conversation that I love it when um, people see me in a situation where they don't expect to see a bike. And then like people, we just started like making up all these crazy situations and that's how it started. Oh, I laughed because, you know, truthfully, as I'm watching them, I, uh, I, it made me think like one of them, the guy in the freezer, I thought silence of the lambs. <laughs> and then uh, the guy who was in the cop car who ran away after you delivered the food, I thought of Reno 911. Oh. It came to mind. And so uh, they obviously were really well thought out because they're making people talk about it. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. um, and what's sad is if you think about it, that stuff has probably happened one time or another, you know? So. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. And as I mentioned, Jeremy, me. We're going to put the links for those uh, funny commercials under today's episode narrative. Cool. Okay, so I'm very impressed that you started Red Bike Delivery during the pandemic of all things. Mm. And you have a strong focus on limiting carbon emissions and being eco-friendly. What inspired this commitment to be kinder to our planet? Where does that come from? Um, it, uh, it started when I was researching bicycle delivery services and, and, and other delivery services and just seeing how they ran, um, what, uh, you know, uh, how many cars and deliveries and stuff DoorDash and other companies were doing. Um, and I did the math and realized how many, um, how much, how much carbon they were putting out a day. And it was an insane number. And I just don't see how that's sustainable with the fact that we're trying to be carbon neutral within the next, uh, you know, 20, 25 years, um, or whatever it is. So, uh, I figured I would try to get ahead of the curve and do something positive for that. So Jeremy, did you already have a passion, uh, for being environmental or was this kind of the catalyst for it? Um, I mean, I, I did, you know, small things here and there, but, but I, I don't think I had the commitment that I do now, uh, especially <clears throat> considering, you know, I have my son just turned 16 and I want to leave a world where he doesn't have to worry about this stuff, you know, when we can take care of it now. Yeah, absolutely. And unfortunately, um, you know, children your son's age are going to be uh, paying for and cleaning up our mistakes. So, okay. So, uh, I don't want us to go dark here. So. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeremy, can you please share with us the story of your bike being stolen, which happened on Friday, May 6, 2022, at the Capital City Market in downtown Lansing? This story got a lot of the media coverage, and I never heard if you got your bike back or not. So what's the full story on that? Um, got it. That was May. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Uh, I never got the bike back, uh, sadly. Uh, it did get a ton of attention. I remember seeing uh, the shares on Facebook and, and just being blown away by 
the amount of support and, and people were texting me all the time. Like, I think I see your bike or, or, you know, if they ever had a, what they thought was a tip or anything like that. And, uh, even like people were talking about friends of their friends that were talking about the bike being stolen. So it was, it was really cool to see the community come together, uh, for me like that. And, um, a friend of mine actually started a uh, GoFundMe, which raised enough to, uh, replace everything and the 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 best thing that I take out of this is I had a hundred donations, and so it took one person took it, but a hundred people helped me get a new one, and that's like that just shows you the community in Lansing and and what what it's all about. So, uh, just for our listeners who are not aware of this story, you went in obviously, and your bike was what parked outside the door there, and someone took it. Uh, it was actually inside, uh, in like the cart where the, the like grocery carts are. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, um, yeah, I, it was raining. So I figured I'd put it inside and it would be good in there. And, and it was not, I was in there for maybe five minutes. So. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. and then how long did that take you out of commission? Um, it, it slowed me down quite a bit. I had a backup and I'd say backup very lose the bike. Uh, and it, it, so I could still do some things, but I was definitely more limited and, and, um, it just, you know, I had to build another one. I had to wait for the parts to come. So it took like a month to get everything back situated. So I, I'm curious, cause I don't know enough about electric bikes. So obviously I've seen people on them. I've seen you on yours. And so, uh, in the winter, can you actually, get through the streets on your bike most days uh sometimes i have to like put my feet down uh like skis and just use the throttle oh. um, but yeah uh it's uh, uh last winter i had studded tires too to help with the ice but uh this winter has been pretty um pretty light uh so i've been thankful for that and this is my third winter uh doing it so I've definitely learned some tricks and, and, and whatnot to get through it. And then Jeremy, so what is your coverage area? So I know that we've talked about downtown Lansing. So mm. how, what is your coverage area? How far do you go? Um, I pretty much just suggest that people get um, order from like a restaurant when it's within three miles of their home or like the restaurant basically has a three mile radius. Um, because with the electric bike, I can get places, you know, just as good as a car. Uh, you know, I can't go 55, but I can go plenty fast enough. And um, uh, so like, but I still want to make sure that the the, the uh, delivery area is a little bit smaller, just because when I was researching the um, the business, it seemed like the number one complaint that I saw was that people would get gross, cold, rubbery food. And I wanted to try to combat that. So, like, as someone in Okemos or Mason, you're not going way out there, though. Right? Oh, yeah, no, I can't. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a bit much. But uh, hopefully, someday we'll have you know uh, operations in those cities. Okay, so you know, interesting, Jeremy, because you just made me segue into my next question. Right. So, how is your business doing, and do you have any plans to expand your operations, perhaps adding additional delivery persons? I I would I would love to. Um... And it's, you know, I'm trying to kind of figure it out, feel it out, um, 
pivot when I need to, um, you know, I don't have an app, so that's, you know, hurts a bit, but, um, I'm trying to make it everything as easy as possible on the, um, customers. Uh, so they'll, you know, keep coming back and, um, uh, but yeah, hopefully, um, I mean, I'd love to even franchise it and be able to put it in, in cities all over the United States and, uh, continue this push with the, you know, eco-friendly battery powered vehicles. And it doesn't even have to be a bike as long as it's battery powered, you know, it's, it's still better than, uh, something that's burning fossil fuels. And then, so Jeremy, then, uh, is like the app ideal in the works? I know they're very expensive. Uh, is that something you would like to see happen, say, within the next couple of years or few years? Uh, yeah, it's 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 definitely being discussed and looked at and, you know, trying to find ways to do it for, you know, the the most cost effective way and, and even having somebody to do it too. Like not everybody knows how to code and uh, do all those things. So it's been challenging, uh, but I've been trying to do my best to find ways around that and still make it easy on the customer to order and pay and take care of all that. And I'm gonna, I don't even know what this thing is called, but you know, like, on TV, they tell you to point your phone, whatever those blocks with all those, I forgot what that's called. Do you have one of those? Uh, yeah, the QR codes. Yes, hmm. thank yeah. you. <laughs> I told you I'm horrible at technology. So. <laughs> yes, um, I, I do, like, if I put flyers out and stuff like that, I usually put one on there that will take you to my Google Maps page, which gives you any information you need to get a hold of me and stuff like that. Um, I'm working on like collaborate, not collaborating, but like condensing all these menus together and then putting them on a, you know, QR code as well. So people can just see the menus and have access to them as well. But, uh, you know, all that technology stuff, like you said, it takes time and it's complicated and, <laughs> and expensive. So Jeremy, what if somebody needs you to pick something up at Walgreens? Do you do that? Mm. Yes, absolutely. Um, I would, I would almost consider the business more of a errand running service than, than just a delivery service. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've uh, I've I've delivered a note for a dog sitter, which was an interesting story. <laughs> like uh, someone needed a, a filter for their for their furnace in their house. Um, you, you know, all kinds of different things. So I will go anywhere and get whatever you need as long as it's not a refrigerator, because I just don't have those capabilities yeah. <laughs> yet. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, so, Jeremy, what is the most difficult thing about running your business? What would you change if you could? Oh, hmm. I think I would probably, geez, that's a good question. Um, hmm. I think the hardest, well, the hardest thing is <clears throat> being a, <clears throat> excuse me, being a, uh, 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 the, the, the repair man, the delivery guy, the CEO, the manager, <laughs> like the public relations marketing, it's, it's a lot to take on. Um, and I probably would, or still I'm interested in maybe finding a partner or somebody that, that is interested in, in what I am as well, because it just, it's a lot to take on. Um, and I think there's some statistic that I'm not sure of, or don't know about off the top of my head, but um, single owned businesses, like just by one person don't 
do as well as um, you know, when there's multiple owners and, and things like that. So um, yeah, just taking on learning. Cause I didn't know anything about working on bikes. I didn't know anything about electricity. I just threw it all together and, and just started learning. And uh, so it's, it's slowed down the process, but at the same time, it's been an amazing learning experience. Yeah. And probably it sounds like maybe if you uh, did get a partner, like an office manager, someone to manage it back, uh, back room operations so you can focus on deliveries. So, so Jeremy, on the flip side, mm. what do you like most about what you do? What makes you get up every day and get back on your red bike? What do you like the best? Um, That it doesn't feel like a job like I don't ever think like I have to go to work when somebody calls like I'm just going out for a bike ride really um especially you know during the nicer months where uh you don't have to put layer after layer on but even then like it's you know I'll, I'll get cold but I'll get warm again and I'll forget about being cold and it'll be fine so <laughs> I think just that freedom of um like not really it's it's a job but I don't I don't feel like it is yeah and then like so you have to also prepare for when it's raining right and when mm. it's snowing uh, mm. or when it's uh too hot out so um yeah so okay so jeremy i'm curious what you could have started your business anywhere why lansing hmm um that's yeah uh probably because of the experience that I had had uh, with the community, um, starting the artist umbrella and stuff like that, and meeting the people that I had met, um, I had you know some good connections, and and I knew that would be helpful uh, because it's definitely you know who you know plays a big part in in doing things like this. Um, you know, Lansing could be a little bit better with their bike lanes and the streets and stuff like that. And hopefully they'll be working on that soon. But um, it's it's just uh, the, the river trail makes things really nice, too. Like that's an amazing uh, addition to the city. Uh, so, yeah, the, basically the community and and um, and their support that they had shown me previously was it was why I stayed here. Yeah, you know, I'm originally from Grand Rapids, and I've lived in Lansing one time before, and then I moved back, and I always, you know, say home maybe where Grand Rapids is, but my heart belongs to Lansing. So mm. one thing I think you mentioned earlier that I agree with is uh, Lansing has a real collaborative spirit. Uh, people here, I think, really enjoy working together, and uh, we also have a very inclusive spirit and, uh, you know, partnering. Do you find that to be true? So far I have. Yeah. It's, um, it's been a really cool experience. Actually, I've lived in quite a few different cities from, you know, Lansing to, to Phoenix to, to Cumpsey is where I grew up in Adrian, Ann Arbor. And, uh, I've never seen a community like this, um, that just welcomes people and, and has so much talent and so much, uh, just, Oh God, it, it's just an amazing city. Uh, like with a small town feel, like everyone says, you know, a big city with a small town feel that, that, that it really is packed with talent and, and smart business, uh, minded people. And, you know, we have, we have places like the fledge and, and leap and, uh, the SBDC, like they're all, you have all these tools at your, at your disposal that make it 
so much easier for you too. So that's, that's huge. Yeah, I agree with you. And so, uh, Jeremy, beyond red bike delivery, I know you are involved in a lot of charity work here in Lansing. Uh, you mentioned the artist umbrella. Uh, so why is this important to you? Uh, and what kind of charity work are you doing currently? Um, right now I am getting ready to do the, um, the fundraiser that I did last year for Ellie's place, um, where I will be donating 50 cents per mile that I ride in the month of April. Uh, and then I'll be looking for sponsors for that as well to match the donations. Um, I did, uh, I, I just did a 250 mile, uh, for, for the month of December, for uh saint jude's hospital uh and got donations for that and um uh yeah so so i'm always looking for something i i I just you know being able to give back being able to be in a position to give back is is such a such a blessing and such a um just it i feel i feel a responsibility to give back to whoever i can um because i have that opportunity yeah, I, I think that's amazing. So one of the things, Jeremy, I like to ask all my guests is this question. If you could go back and talk to 20-year-old Jeremy, what advice would you give him? What lessons would you share with him that you have learned along the way? Hmm. Oh, man. 20-year-old Jeremy. Man, I, I'd probably have to tell him a lot. I don't know if he'd listen, but... <laughs> And I don't even, I don't even know how old you are. So um, yeah, no, no, anyway, no. Okay. That, that's, that's about half my age. So like, okay. uh, um, no, but um, God, I would probably tell him to focus, focus on something, you know, like uh, I didn't realize that I was good at these, the things that I'm doing right now. Like I did, I had no idea that I had a knack for advertising and, and, and marketing and, and the things that I'm good at, uh, because I, I was just a kid and I just thought like, uh, you know, I knew everything and <laughs> didn't want to really listen to anybody. So I guess I would just tell them to, to take some advice from some other people maybe, and to, to like figure things out a little bit better. Yeah, I don't think any of us at 20 listened to anybody, right? Because we had all the answers. So Jeremy, I meant to ask you this a minute ago when you talked about your volunteer work. If uh, one of our listeners wants to sponsor, can they reach out to you through the contact information we're going to provide in the episode narrative? Oh, yeah. Uh, Any of that will work. Uh, People also just uh, will message me on Facebook through my business page, uh, personal page, whatever, as long as it's a funnel to me, I'm I'm cool with people using that uh, to get a hold of me. Okay, yeah. And we're going to encourage anyone listening, if you want to help Jeremy and his charity work, we strongly encourage you to do that. And we'll make sure those links are provided in today's episode narrative. Okay. So Jeremy, as we uh, get ready to wrap up here, I want to thank you again for joining me on the podcast. I have truly enjoyed our conversation and I'd love to have you back again sometime soon. Mm. So Jeremy, do you have any final words you want to leave with our listeners? For example, this is a hint that um, this is a great opportunity to plug your business in any specials or events you have coming up. Anything you want us to know? Um. So I am working on um, 
doing getting uh selling um ad space on digital billboards um so i can offer continue to offer cheap or if if not free delivery for lansing and then use that ad space the sales of that ad space to supplement uh any income uh so i can yeah like i said offer that so any Anybody that plans events um, that they might want to advertise for, or you have a local business that you might want to advertise for, um, that's that's another uh, aspect of the red bike delivery. So uh, you can reach out to me for information on that. Um, and then, yeah, just getting ready for, like I said, for the fundraiser for Ellie's Place. So um, that's usually, I usually go about uh, three three to four hundred miles in a month so uh if you're looking at 50 cents a mile it's about 150 to 200 dollars would be matching that donation but we can also take smaller donations as well so if you just want to do a straight like 50 bucks or something that's fine and uh jeremy is there a link directly for that or do they just reach out to you um i will i'll be um working on getting um every the the um the link to donate to that to ellie's place um once i I haven't actually made contact with them yet but uh once i do that then i'll have that information up and it'll be on my facebook page that's the best way to keep up with me uh is facebook so yeah and we encourage people to do that because that's where i found your commercials and they again are i and we're going to put the links for those because they are so funny so well my friends And again, Jeremy, I just want to say thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate your time. Of course. Well, my friends, unfortunately, our time together is coming to an end. You can stay connected with us by liking our Facebook page and following us on Instagram and Twitter. Yes, I'm trying to do a better job on updating that. You can also head on over to teddytalks.com to learn how you can connect with us, stay informed, and how to catch up on past episodes. Remember, no matter where life's journey takes you, it's always a great time to grab a cup of coffee, maybe some cappuccino or a glass of Pinot Grigio, and let's keep talking.